there's some good news on the wildfire front in BC. Last I checked, I mean, it could have changed since the show started, but I don't think so. Uh, I would have seen something. Um, but uh, hundreds of people who were ordered to evacuate their homes over the weekend were told yesterday it was safe to return home. Um, that was yesterday afternoon. Still, about 200 homes or so uh, under evacuation order still, but as many as 700 were initially under the evacuation order. So things have improved um, pretty dramatically. Now, they're, they're still on evacuation alert. Like I say, things could change. If the winds change, they could be evacuated once again. The fire is still growing. It's more than 1,500 hectares on the Canadian side of the border. It actually started in Washington State and spread into British Columbia, but it is now burning away from the community of Osoyoos, which is really good news because that was the community where the homes were evacuated. That's where the threat was. Now, our next guest, uh, Sonia Nicholson, actually was in Osoyoos this weekend. I think just got out of there uh, in the last 24 hours or so and can give us some idea of what's happening in that community. She's an author and an activist living in Victoria. Uh, Sonia, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. And one small correction, it's not activist, I'm actually an archivist. Archivist? What did I say? Activist? Okay, I've got activist yeah, here. Archivist. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> you just look at it and don't pay attention. Uh, I apologize. Um, okay, so you were uh, in Osoyoos visiting family this weekend, right? I was. I was born and raised in Osoyoos, even though I live in Victoria now, and my parents are still there. Uh, my sister, who also lives in Victoria, was visiting at the same time, so it was my household, her household, her kids, my kids, dogs. We had nine people at my parents' house when the fire started in Osea, so it made things interesting. Okay, so tell me about that. You, you arrived before there was any kind of concern, I'm assuming, right? I mean, when you got there, was there even an inkling that this might be something that's on the on the radar? We had actually been there all week, so we'd had a great time doing all the usual yeah. things, you know, visiting and beaching and all of that good stuff. And um, it was, you know, I'm losing track of days a little bit now, now that I'm home. Uh, but Saturday early afternoon, my husband and I stepped outside and, you know, we smelled a little bit of smoke out there. And we thought, okay, well, you know, that's not unheard of, not unusual, but, uh, you know, whatever, we'll see. And we went for a drive then up to the Anarchist Mountain Viewpoint. And at that point, we saw... Uh, what was the beginnings of the fire? I mean, it was there was a number of people gathering at the viewpoint, taking photos of it, and we could see that it was across the line on the Washington State side. And um, again, we weren't too concerned at that point. I mean, you never want to see a fire, sure. but it didn't, you know, it, it had gave no indication at that time uh, as to the extent, you know, that it would grow too uh, as the day progressed. Um, but even, you know, within the 10 minutes we were up there, we did watch it grow and change. And, you know, that was our first uh uh-oh of the day. Uh, And by the evening, you know, things had really changed dramatically, and it was really a story of the wind. And But that evening, that's when we started to see those, it looked like something out of a movie, Sonia, where you could see looking, I think it was, was it across the lake onto the hill on the other side, and you could, like this, this line of flame sort of moving towards the community. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it it uh, spread. You know, we didn't think it would reach the border, let alone that far north. And, and it just the wind pushed it past the border, north sort of parallel to Highway 97, and eventually reached parallel with the intersection of Highway 3 and 97, which is the big intersection in town. Um, and, and it was unreal, you know, watching everything lit up like that. I, I must say it's not the first time having grown up there. I've seen... Sure 
one fire like that before. My sister and I were talking about it, and we, we remember looking out her old bedroom window, and we were standing in that same room, and we said, you know, we remember one fire way back when, just like this, and it took us right back to that. Um, but yeah, you know, everything was just lit up, and we could see it quite well. I posted a number of photos and videos on Twitter and keep people updated but it was very dramatic um you weren't evacuated uh, the, the house you were in uh, you didn't get the evacuation order right but you must have been thinking maybe we should make some plans correct we were actually located a couple of blocks or so from that intersection of highway 397 yeah. which was the dividing point and so uh, we were on on the side that wasn't evacuated but we were close enough you know we could see everything and uh, i was never worried that the fire would reach us because it would have to you know, jump the highway and, and go through a bunch of things to get to us. So that, that wasn't the concern. However, you know, you, you don't know when the time is going to come when you're going to have to go. And, and they do, rightfully so, evacuate you way in advance before you're in danger. Um, so, you know, we were close enough and we were watching things happening. And, you know, by the time we, we were very concerned, you know, from 10 o'clock on and then by 11, 1130 or so, when we received an evacuation alert for our area, we thought, OK, you know, we're, we should maybe pack up our stuff. So we did. And, and actually our children, um, my children and my nephews, they were so worried. They hadn't seen anything like this yeah, before. So they, I were, can imagine. so they were pretty scared. Yeah, they were really scared. And so what they did to cope, they said, well, we're, we're going to pack things. So they were very good. And they packed everything up and had it ready to go and <laughs> stacked at the front door. And I thought, okay, well, that's fine. That's good. We needed to do this. And uh, I laughed because they had blocked the stairs <laughs> um, inside <laughs> to come downstairs. I said, this is great. I, I'm glad that you did this. But yeah, let's yeah. move this over so that we have a clear pathway if we do need to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you must be reassured in what we've seen in the last 24 hours that some of the people have been allowed back and it looks like the fire is moving away from the community. Like, we don't want to sell it short and it could change at any moment. But right now, it seems like things are heading in the right direction, Sonia. Yeah, that's my understanding. And, you know, just in getting messages from my parents yesterday as I was traveling home and after I got home in Victoria, um, it was there was a little bit of smoke sometimes, but it was clear when we left, it was sunny and clear. Um, so it, winds can change it, you know, on a dime. But overall, it's sounding really positive right yeah, now. Yeah, which is great. Uh, glad to hear it. Uh, Sonia, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.